Hey, sports friends, welcome to the Greg Medford Show. I am your host, Greg Medford. We are doing interviews from the 2023 Atlanta Blade Show here in Atlanta, Georgia, in hot Atlanta. It's already humid. I had swamp ass the minute I got off the airplane. I couldn't even believe it. I'm here with uh, Big B, Bernie, the leather guy. Uh, I've just been introduced. Um, he's all over the internet. Making, I just saw some crazy sheets that had beautiful full color on them. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Wow. I've done a little bit of leather work, but not that kind of pretty. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that and a couple of designs you're doing for tops and basically just get your story a little bit. Where are you from? I'm from Los Angeles, California, born and raised, and uh, I'm a good kind of crazy, not like the ones that uh, we have a bad reputation for. All right, so you're good LA. Yeah, I'm a good, we're still, there's still some, uh, some like-hearted brothers out there that have, uh, have good heads on their shoulder. You know, California, the thing about California is uh, it's an amazing place, right? And uh, it has a bunch of amazing creative people. It just has a whole lot of fucking nutty, nutty people. It's, but it has a whole lot of normal people. And you know what? I don't, I don't blame it on, I really don't, I, you know, I, if I really stop and think about it, I don't really blame it on, on race, on anything. I blame it on bad parenting. There's just a lot of uh, homes just don't have a... Uh, they're single parent households and kids are being raised by brother, sister, grandma. And, and they're just, cause I know growing up, some of the stuff that kids are getting away with. I was, I had fear of my dad and mom beating the shit out of me when, when I got home. Fear is good when yeah, you're young. Exactly. Especially yeah. for boys. Yeah. Especially, you know, to get you out of trouble. So, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of good, good, good hearted people out there. I, I really think there's a parenting issue that's not just happening in California, but it's going going on throughout the country what did you tell me a little bit about where your background what got you in the leather well i uh i grew up on Alvarez street which is the historical hub of uh downtown uh, la my dad was reckoned my dad was a mexican immigrant that came and uh uh came to the country he saw an opportunity he fell in love with america became an american citizen but he opened up his fruit stand on Alvarez street because it was uh, a lot of hispanics out there and he was the first one recognized 50 years ago to bring lemon, salt, and chili, which is very common in Mexico before he came to the States. But he was the first one to bring it to L.A. County, which is now a staple with all the fruit stands almost all over the place. They put lemon, salt, and chili in fruit. And he was recognized by L.A. Times, Despierta America. So on Alvera Street, I grew up with uh, uh, buddies of mine. He's a third-generation leather craftsman from uh, Murillo Leather. And uh, we'd go to the bars uh, when we were younger and and he'd get drunk and he'd forget that he would had a lot of projects to do so he'd say Barty come help me uh, make some belts otherwise my dad's gonna kick my ass so there goes that fear factor again so, nice. so we'd go into the shop and I'd help him with leather and then I started getting into knives through martial arts and uh, I told him hey can you teach me how to make my my own sheath and uh, from there my first sheath that I ever made was actually for a Topps Tom Brown tracker which was which was my first ex knife that I actually shelled out more than a hundred bucks for. So when was that? What, when are we talking? Oh, we're talking about I'd like to say 13, 14 years. That's when. Uh, what was his name? Was it Mike? We used to own. Who was the guy? Yeah, that, Mike. Yeah, it was Mike, Mike, right? Mike was still uh, yeah. owner of Tops, and I think uh, the movie The Hunted came out. And that's how I discovered the Tom Brown Tracker. Very cool. And I just thought it was just a cool looking blade. And so when I got it, I did not like the Kydex that came in. And I, I wanted to make my own sheath. And uh, I took it my buddy Mondo. And so my first sheath uh, is, is the one that was for my Tom Brown Tracker. And it still sits on, on my wall. Nice. I love me some leather on a knife. 
Uh, talk to me a little bit about what you brought here today. Well, I brought here some uh, sheets that I've made that I'm, 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 you know, some popular sheets. This is my uh, pocket sheath uh, for small fixed blades. Uh, so this drops down in the pocket yeah, and the clip holds it in, down in your yeah, pocket. Yeah, so when you draw the blade, you is don't... Is this an Ulti clip? Is yeah, that what that's it is? the Ulti clip. And what I did with this, it sits flat on your pocket, but the way it's contoured, you could put your keys, your keys will drop right underneath, other stuff will drop. So when you reach into your pocket, it really doesn't get in the way. It almost feels like you're carrying a folder. Okay. And I recently designed a smaller version of that to make, make even more room in your pocket. All right. But uh, what's cool about this is that you have the option if you want to sit it lower or sit it higher. Oh, you can drop it down exactly. or drop it up. Exactly, you could drop it nice. up and down. And, and of course, Ulti Clip, uh, a lot of people are now familiar with Ulti Clip. They do a lot of stuff for holsters and Kydex yeah. sheets. So this is one of my popular sheets. This is my other one. And then uh, these are some standard uh, custom leather sheets that I make. I also do a lot of tooling. These ones don't have like my really... Uh, so this uh, this is just a... Uh, is this the final finish on this? Yes, that's the final finish. That's a buffalo hide. It's shorter. All right, so you leave that natural. Yeah, I like leave it natural. Give it a, a real like a rustic look. Oh, it's very cool. And th this sheath is also the same. It's also got a belt clip what so kind of machine are you stitching with here i have a cobra classic uh five cobra five okay uh, which is a uh, stitcher that'll do three quarters of an inch or something yeah it, that it's it goes through yeah about yeah, crazy it, it's nuts how how deep how deep that that stitcher goes and and they're like they're in ontario they're actually out of california and uh they a lot of leather makers um start using uh, their stitching products and their their products guaranteed for life so breaks down i just drive over to ontario and they fix it for me well, it's got a, uh, your stitching is really nice. I mean, you clearly know what you're doing. I love I love the spacing on your stitches. They look great. I appreciate it. Thank you. I have looked at a couple sheets in my day, and I love where you're doing your double stitching, too. Thank so you. So you're running around twice, hitting the same holes. Yeah, sometimes I do. Like in the back back part, I like to hit it twice. Uh, on this area right here, yep. I hit it twice, and then on the top, I hit it three times. Because oh, yeah. that's the area that... Going to get all the pulling Yeah, that, that's where it'll probably come loose. So I want to make sure that... I, I want to make beautiful, functional works of art. Well, I don't want it to just look beautiful. I want it to make sure that it's it's an heirloom piece that'll go down generations. You can tell, you know, when you see that, like it's a, that's a kind of thing a lot of people will miss looking at a leather sheath. But yeah. I look right at that and I'm like, you, oh you shit! You noticed right away. I'm he's impressed. He's double stitching. He's double stitching, and it's right. It's all the spots where it, it's going to wear and pull over the years. Exactly. So nicely, exactly. very nicely done. You gotta. I love that. Um, you know, I'm a native Arizonan, so okay, we're like we're neighbors. We're almost like practically you, you almost speak a little Spanish growing up. There's so much Spanish, uh, you know, Mexican influence yeah. in Arizona. Uh, you know, I go back east. If I cook, everyone's like, "Oh my God, all the food is so hot!" And I'm like, yeah. "It seems normal to me." My my Midwestern friends come out. They're like, "God, why do you guys cook so hot out here?" I go, <laughs> ah, "That's the way we cook out yeah, here. It's a little it's, hotter." You get used to it. When I was a kid, I couldn't eat anything spicy, and uh, my dad had a restaurant. Uh, not far from the fruit stand in Novera Street, and our chefs were our cooks were from uh, were from Michoacan, and everything they did was super spicy. And I would ask for them to make me a light, a mild salsa. Sure enough, they would make it spicy, and I was like, I was upset, but I would still eat the food. Yeah. And I just gradually started getting the older I got. I got now I can't have my Mexican food without spicy salsa. I don't like it to the point where it burns your mouth and you lose the flavor. I like it where it's got enough heat. I'm, I'm sweating after I have food that yeah. I like. And I mean, yeah. I, I'm not like, my face is I don't like to lose the flavor, though. But there's I'm sweating, times, uh, but I'll sweat a little bit. I'm all right with that. But there's times that they put too much pepper yeah. where it overpowers the flavor sure. of the food. And that, that's where I, that's where I'm on that border. You fucking second generation foodie, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's right. funny. My grandfather came from Greece. Uh, he had a fruit cart 
and the fire department in Boston was retiring all of the horses. <laughs> so he used retired fire department horses to pull his cart. And uh, he used to tell these great stories when I was a kid about how the first cars d didn't have horns, they had bells on them. And when the fire horses heard the bells, they fucking freaked out because they're used to being in an upstairs stable and they would ring a bell and the horses would run out, go down the circular staircase and line up in front of their fire cart. Oh, that's awesome. So he had these fire <laughs> horses and my family started in the fruit and vegetable business in Boston. So when I hear you talk about that, it resonates with me. And yeah. the value of uh, family and craftsmanship and all that, uh, I love all that. You know, we, we, the reason I brought up Arizona is we have so much, there's so much Mexican community there. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to get great upholstery work done on your car. There's still guys handcrafting, doing real tuck and roll, doing really nice work for your car. You go down to kind of where the Mexican part of town is. And, and there's pride. There's pride there. There's yeah. definitely pride in their crafts and it's the things fashion. they do. It's, it's not like uh, these guys are just, you know, just trying to make a quick buck. They, there's a lot of pride in the, in, in the, in the work they do. I'm sure there's a, a few slackers that want to just get the quick dollar, but it's, it's my community. I'm very proud of my heritage, very proud to be an American, but I'm very proud of my Mexican heritage in the fact that there's, there's a lot of culture. There's a lot of uh, craftsmanship. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of pride, a lot of honor uh, with, 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 with the folks. And that, that's one area where, where I, I tip my hat. I tip my hat. My dad, my dad taught me work ethic and, and it's also, you know, that we're known for that in, in the community. So, well, if you keep your family close and you work hard, a lot of life kind of works yes, out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love what you're doing here. Tell me about your, uh, this Kydex stuff that you're doing with Tops. Well, now. actually, I'm not doing the Kydex. They do the Kydex for me because it was just another hobby I did not want to get into because I do not have the time. Okay. But uh, they do the Kydex for me. Well, what I'm doing with them is uh, throughout the years, I started getting a lot of knives to make sheets for. And I just, I just thought, well, hey, you know what? I can design a knife. I just so I kind of thought of a lot of different designs that came through my hands and of what I would want to carry being a motorcycle rider. I ride cross-country motorcycle trips. I'm a motor touring biker. Uh, and, uh, what kind of bike do you have? I actually now have a... <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're, I'm probably going to get laughed. I started off with Harleys, and now I have a BMW uh, 1250RT. Hey, Jeff. Where's Jeff at? Yeah. Yeah, just I, got a BMW, and I drive a BMW R9T. Okay. So uh, okay, yeah, okay, so, so we're yeah, good. Yeah, we're, because we're at, this, at this point in my life, I care about comfort than looking cool. Oh, well, there's nothing not cool about a BMW yeah. R9T. That's I, super cool. And bike. for many years, I was riding a GS Adventure. Okay. For about the last 10 years, I rode a GS Adventure. But it's so tall and high, I finally want to get into a lower, uh, faster bike. So cross-country, I want to carry a one-purpose tool. So I designed a knife that would have multi-purpose tools. I didn't bring the original one, but I did bring the second generation. Yeah, let me see. And this is called the Triple B. Tops Knives makes it for me, which the irony is my first leather sheath I ever made is the, the company the that, tops, yeah. Yeah, that's making my knives for me, which is, was such a cool experience uh, by its own. So this knife right here, is, I call it the Triple B, which stands for Big B uh, Blade. And it's got a, it's a multi-purpose tool. It's got a bottle opener right here. It's got a 90-degree grind, so it doesn't affect the, the blade when you want to spark a fire. Yep. It's got a screwdriver at the end, a little pry bar, pommel, you know, glass breaker. I put jimping on here because, like I said, I trained in uh, martial arts that are, uh, that are knife, uh, knife fighting. What style? It's called Anjing Bampa, but our sensei had a lot of uh, influence from both ninjutsu, uh, escrima and uh, the Filipino martial arts, okay. which is so yeah, very nice. So, yeah. so, and it's got 
it's got a jimping here so you could do nice uh, cutting and carving, high grind, little kettle to grab your kettle out of the fire without burning your hands. So this was the first, uh, this was the second generation one. And uh, it's called the Triple B and those are only available through me, but Tops produces them for me. Cool. Where can people buy these if they want to buy uh, them? On my uh, web, on my Instagram or my Facebook. What's your Instagram? Big B Leatherworks. So it's big underscore B underscore B. Uh, big big B and uh, big underscore B underscore Leatherworks. All right. Uh, and uh, on Facebook, it's Big B Leatherworks. And you guys could instant message me. These knives are available through me only. What's this knife go for? That knife uh, shipped in the U.S. It's one eighty five. All right, and what's the steel made out of? Steel made is 1095. 1095. I meant what's the knife made out of? <laughs> and so this is 100% USA made. 100. And yes. you, you, they make the Kydex sheath yes. for it. They make the Kydex, and I do the leather. So even the the sheath has a little bit of my my leather influence, which is a strap. The you strap could, and the drop. Yeah, you could wear it horizontally, or you could take the belt loop off, uh, or keep the belt loop on and wear wear it vertically like a like a drop loop. And retail 185. Correct. Nice. And I do leather. I. I do leather uh, sheets. This, it'll fit in this sheath also. Nice. So if you want to upgrade. What's a sheet like that go for? This one is one, uh, 165 shipped in the U.S. So. Okay, cool. And then uh, the smaller one, this one's right here, is 150. And then I do plain ones that, of course, go for less. Yeah, So right. You know, the, the more work I put into it, the higher the price is. So uh, here, go ahead and take that back so yes. I don't stab you. And then from this one, uh, the idea for, for a small one, which is, uh, I call this one the RPG, which stands for Road Pup Goyo. Since my original blade was called the Road Dog, uh, I wanted to get a Road Pup, and my English Bulldog's name is Goyo. So, Goyo? Road Pup Goyo, yeah. My, what, what's that saying? What's that mean? Uh, his real, they call him Gregorio. It's just short for Goyo. Goyo oh, okay. is short for Gregorio. All right. I don't know. My, my wife named him. You named your dog Gregory? He, my, my wife's brother did. It was his dog originally. Okay, and, I've never heard of that before. I find it hilarious. So, now we call him Goyo. Goyo. I call him Goyo for short. And, Perfect. And he's uh, he's all over Instagram. He's he's a talking bulldog. That's hilarious. We have conversations together. Hilarious. And then uh, so this knife key was born from that, and it's a small version of the bigger one. Nice. And this one is going to be part of the tops roster. Uh, we already finalized uh, agreements with them to make sure that it gets done. Probably won't be available until next year. Hopefully okay. by Shot Show they'll present it. I don't know yet. We're we're working those details out, and it all really matters on their uh, timeline of uh, production. But this knife, uh, I'm going to do a limited run of 200 in stainless steel. The uh, I think it's uh, S135. I, I, I the steel, the stainless steel that they recommend that they do the most. Okay. So I'm going to do a run, but they're going to do Is this. Is it S35 VM? S35. Okay. It's S35, exact. My mind's kind of slipping. No worries. But uh, this will be available through Tops, though, in their roster in 1095 for okay. the regular production. All right. And what's cool about this blade, it's got the same feature, little 90-degree grind right here, bottle opener, little grab hook. But what makes it unique compared to all is being on a motorcycle, I hate carrying too many tools, so it's also got a little bit holder for, for a multi-purpose tool. I love it. They get stuck in there. No, it was it was good. It was just me like being a pussy. <laughs> so of course these we're gonna have to put a disclaimer. Keep it in the sheath when you use a screwdriver. That's yeah, why no I made I made I made a thin sheath. We were making thin sheaths to make it easy for folks to use and. Cool. 
Uh, I like it. I think it's innovative. It's creative. And you said, now, I my immediately when I saw it, I was like, oh, I don't like those sticking out. That's going to jab me. But you said you guys tried it out. It mounts high enough that this kind of sits near the belt and, and yeah, it doesn't really bug you. It, it does. It's on the hinge point of the body. It's not like it's on the front where it would jam in the top of your legs. So it's clear yeah. and out of the way. And it'll be carried. Uh, this one would be a horizontal carry okay. across your belt. I might be able to make some uh, little straps for it to wear uh, vertically, but it's mostly to be carried. And uh, also... Like I mentioned, yeah, you can flip if you have an issue with the uh, with the bits sticking you, you put it the opposite way. All right, cool. Out of the it. way. I dig yeah, it. So, anything else you want to tell us about? Well, it's, I'm also going to be providing. This is going to be an additional option, a leather piece, and it will hold a couple bits also in the back. Nice. So I'll be making these, and these will also be available when the knife's available. Nice. And this also fits smaller blades. And what's that go for? Uh, this one's going to probably go for around uh, 65 bucks. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And you yeah. make everything in I'm, LA. I make all everything. Your own shop. Everything's handcrafted, hand, hand, uh, handmade, and uh, I do use stitching machines. But yeah, well, uh, but everything else I put together with my hands, one piece at a time. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to tell us about coming no, down the pipeline? No, I mean I'm just excited to be here, and I appreciate uh, you guys having me over, invite me over for the podcast. Well, I'm happy to have you here, and love showing people stuff that maybe they haven't seen before, and uh, get a chance to introduce someone they maybe haven't heard of. Awesome! Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks All right. for coming and uh, chatting. Thank you. Bye. All right, sports fans, that's the show. You can see us on Rumble, Spotify, iTunes, The Greg Medford Show. I'm out here. 2023 Blade Show, Atlanta, Georgia.